that lets you save okay. Our goal is to get you started and get you into proper routines and healthy habits and then teach you skills and tools to help you continue to work out, continue to exercise, and continue to see results. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in, um, being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're listening on terrestrial radio, well, we are across the world, <laughs> much like a podcast. So regardless of where you are listening, we're so grateful for you to be here. We know that time is so very important, which is why we love to jump into the show. Today, we're talking about how to find time to work out. I know this is a burning question. We hear it all the time. This is actually one of the biggest objections when it comes to working out. I'm going to teach you or at least give you some maybe some brand new ideas, but we're going to have a great conversation around making fitness a priority, not spending hours in the gym because nobody wants to do that anyways, unless maybe you're a bodybuilder or something, but I certainly don't. At any rate, we got so much coming up all about how to see results and not spend hours in the gym. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so let's get into it. How can we see results without spending hours in the gym? So the first thing that I want to bring up is that we it's its really an older mindset when we think about spending hours in the gym and seeing results. And do you know where that came from? That came from the bodybuilding world. That came from Arnold Schwarzenegger. That came from Ronnie Coleman much many years after Schwarzenegger and many of those that kind of pioneered weightlifting and we thought that you had to have big muscles and lift heavy weights to actually be fit and healthy and we almost see the opposite in today's day and age but I'm not going to put down bodybuilders without question they have a, a very serious sport they are dedicated and they sacrifice a whole lot to have those physiques. But I'm got but I gotta tell you that we, <laughs> at least most of us, are not bodybuilders. I grew up as an athlete, or at least in the athletic world, and we were kind of trained to be bodybuilders because no one really knew the difference. Mind you, this was a number of years ago. And we still train like bodybuilders because that's what we thought we had to do. And the whole fitness industry has changed in a big way. And a lot of people realize you don't have to lift like a bodybuilder anymore. A lot of people realize that that's not really the way to see optimal health. But it's a mindset, right? There's still a lot of people that believe that you have to spend hours in the gym. You gotta do an hour or two hours of cardio. You gotta do a push-pull day or bison. Well, that bison tries is superset, but you could do bison back, for example, and that's perfectly okay. Some people like to work out like that and other people don't. 
So I just want to be open and honest and give you a, a different perspective if you're not sure exactly what that is about but i just i want you to know that there's a different way to go about it and we like i've been working out in a different way for years using full body weight exercises i'm going to talk about that later on in the show but many people don't realize that you you can do different things you have there's a bunch of studios popping up now there's different ways to burn body fat like orange theory is one of them i've never been there but i've seen clips and i kind of know what they do I really like the studios where they have like nothing in their studio except maybe a sauna and an ice bath. <laughs> That's probably what I would have with a bunch of props like Bosu balls, which is the half ball, Swiss ball, TRX bands. I don't have a studio. We do stuff online. I don't have any plans. And years ago, I always kind of wanted my own studio, but then with the overhead and the constant flow of, um, well, not just managing employees, but the constant flow of customers that you have to come in to actually make some money i know some friends that struggle on a regular basis that own gyms and it's just a it's a really tough road to go down it's not one that i aspire to anymore i really enjoy the online aspect of training and building a community and working with people in different ways in that regard but i'd be lying a little bit if i didn't say i'm a bit jealous when i see like full-on fitness studios with ice baths infrared saunas maybe some newer age type of equipment like those they got some really cool treadmills now and they got really cool cable types of machines but at any rate that's not really the world i live in i just kind of i just think it's cool the grass is always greener on the other side right <laughs> but for me i personally like the the at home i don't have to leave i like got the body weight workouts with light weights at any rate like i said we'll get into that i just want to let you know that there's a different way to go about these things and it's i feel like it's important to understand that where the history of exercise came from which is mainly bodybuilding of course it progressed and changed over the years you had the richard simmons era similar to the suzanne summers era and um there's a lot of different aerobics types of workouts that that not, i'm not sure what the word is not proceeded <laughs> maybe it's proceeded after the body bait the body weight era or the bodybuilding area excuse me and that's still, it's still here. It's still apparent. You still see people that hang out at the gym just much like I did for hours at a time working on one muscle group. So when I would go to the gym, I would spend at least an hour on chest and I would do different flies, for example. I would do work the lower part of my pecs. I would do flies. I'd work the outside. I'd, I'd work the inside of my pecs. I would lift heavy weights. I'd do three or four reps and do as much weight as I possibly can. Then I'd probably sit there for five to seven minutes just hanging out. Sometimes I'd be talking to someone. Sometimes I'd be reading a fitness magazine. When I was in college or university, I would sometimes I would bring books, like actual textbooks to the gym with me because I know that spending quite a bit of time in between each set would give me my maximum output and that was to build ultimate mass but the thing is is that again most of us don't want to build that mass and there's different ways to see your results so if you want to have bigger biceps for example then you would go and spend a lot of time just doing biceps and you'd hit your biceps in different ways like you manipulate your hands hand position in different ways to hit that bicep but like i'm saying if that's what you want to do if like if you want to be a bodybuilder or if you want to have bigger biceps then that's what you do if you want to have overall wellness like lean toned flexible i feel like more people are going in that to toward that direction then it doesn't make a whole lot of sense just to sit there and do an isolated muscle group and when i say isolated muscle group that's exactly what i mean i mean like a standing bicep curl 
or a laying bench press instead of a multifunctional movement like a wood chopper, for example, or a squat press. You're doing multiple exercises so you get more bang for your buck, in my opinion, if that's the goal you're looking for. So coming back to time, like a lot of times people I hear so much, I don't have time for a workout or I ran out of time in the day. And the truth of the matter is, is that we have time for priorities in our life. Most of the times we can look at the kids, for example, like we're new parents. So we know that we push a lot of things to the side because our child is a prior is our main priority, actually. And then you could look at like business, for example, and that could be that, like if you don't run a business, maybe you're an employee, you obviously you have to go to work. If you don't get paid, you can't pay your bills, you can't feed yourself or your children or your family. So that's obviously a very real priority in your life. So we have to decide what priorities go to the top of the list, because if nothing is a priority, then nothing is deemed more important than the other which means that nothing gets pushed to the top of the list and usually the most important things get pushed to the bottom of the list and at many times i was talking to someone today i was talking to one of our clients in our fit fan today and i was saying that so what i used to do is i'd make a smallest i'd take one piece of paper and i'd fold it up into quarters so i'd end up with a smaller piece of paper and i'd only put five things on my list this was how i helped prior prioritize my day i was able to only put five things on my list that I had to do. These are my top priorities. On top of that, once I picked five things, I put the things that I least wanted to do, not what I thought was most important. Because you put the most important things on the bottom of the list, because they usually tend to take the longest. So what people do is instead of making a priority list, they make a to-do list, which in my opinion is a mistake. If you make a to-do list, all you do is put all the little tasks on this list that usually don't matter and you push the most important things, which should be priorities, to the bottom of the list because they take more mental capacity, they take more time, they take more emotion. So if you were to eliminate all of those little tiny tasks on your to-do list and just make a top five priority list starting with what would take the longest, that's how you make a proper priority list, in my opinion. And that's how you start scheduling your workouts in. So maybe it's you have to go to your job. That's a priority. In my opinion, nutrition and food for the whole family. I'm a big fan of meal planning. I'm a big fan of meal prep. That's got to be on the top of the list. Everyone has to eat. Going to the grocery store, meal prepping, that's got to be at the top of the list, making sure you get all your nutrition in on a regular basis. That includes scheduling your supplements, making sure you're taking them at the proper time, setting an alarm on your phone if you need to, putting them next to your bed stand or putting them next to your toothbrush in the morning or in the evening so you know where your supplements are. That all comes with nutrition and meal planning and putting that near the top of your list. And then you can, whatever that is, like everyone's different, of course. You could be paying your bills. It's got to be at the top of the list near the end of the month or whenever it is that you pay your bills. Maybe some people pay at the beginning of the month. But regardless of what's on your list, we have to prioritize. And fitness or exercise also has to be on the on the top of your priority list. Otherwise, it continues to get pushed down. And most of our audiences is women. We really cater to busy moms. And one of our new kind of taglines or newer, what we really want to focus on is helping busy moms burn body fat, feel energized, and look fantastic, even better than they had before, before they did, before they had kids. And we have a new program where we do that in 90 days or less. So 
If you're interested, we have a free six-week program. All you have to do is head over to our website, trueformlife.com. You can jump on and book a call with us, or you can just send us a message and ask for more details, and we can have a conversation there. But this is where it starts with. It starts with prioritizing and making sure that you schedule that time in. I had another call with a, a different client, and she said, you know what, I, start, I stopped putting extra. I said, hey, you, didn't, did it, you had a great month. She actually lost 10 pounds in six weeks, feeling fantastic, doing really well. And then there was about a week or two, maybe 10 days, where I was like, hey, what's going on? I haven't seen your workouts, what's happening? And what happened is she said that is that exercise stopped being a priority for whatever reason. A few things got in the way and then I pushed exercise or my workouts down to the bottom of the list and I never got to them. So I said, okay, well, what are you gonna do? What can we do to get workouts back to a priority and you to continue to see results? And she said, answered her own question. It was a great, it was a great answer if you ask me. And she said, what I did, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start scheduling that in my calendar like I have in the past. I'm gonna keep that schedule just like I would with anybody else. And I thought, that's coaching right there. Like that could be used for anyone to learn that if you want to get your workouts and you have it in your schedule. And for me, we do live workouts in our FitFam every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I actually have that scheduled in my calendar. 6.30 a.m. Mountain Time, live workout scheduled. I'm up at 5.30 every morning anyways, and then my prep carries on, whether it's Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. I couldn't sleep in if I wanted to. <laughs> so that's what my calendar looks like. And then I, I also, I, I work out a bit more often. I work out five to six days a week in most cases, sometimes four if I'm slipping a bit, but I really like to work out Tuesdays and Thursdays on my own not not live of course and then saturdays i often get a long stretching session in if not another workout now workout could be is often more like mobility stuff i really like doing handstands that skill i suppose but i do some extra stretching i do some um i do some bear crawl walks i do some hip flexor kind of duck walks i really like like Mobility is really important to me and I'll tell you why is because when I work with um, particular clientele and I don't want to be insulting but it's it's usually the older generation who, who loses mobility first. So those are the ones that if you talk to them almost every single one of them say I want my mobility back. I want to be able to bend down and pick up my grandkids or children. I want to be able to get off the couch or sit on the floor and play with my kids or play with my pet and get back up without spending <laughs> much longer than you probably should just trying to get up. So for me, I know that. Like this is what we do full time. I have these conversations on a regular basis. So I wanna prevent and I wanna start being as mobile and flexible as possible before I get to an older age where that's gonna be more challenging to come by. So that's something to think about anyone that's listening to spend, that's that's what I do, I spend at least once a day. And don't get me wrong, it's not just once a day, but I spend at least one workout doing full mobility work. But at the end of each workout, I spend about 10 minutes stretching. And we do that live as well uh, in our private group. So I would, I would highly suggest you continue to stretch and make those muscles long, or those, yeah, those muscles longer so they don't, when we work out, we continue to make those muscles shorter and shorter and they get tighter and tighter. And what happens is we go shoveling or we, we slip or we there was there's one quick or like acute movement and that's where those injuries come from because our muscles are so tight 
because most people don't stretch. So that can make a big difference to helping you continue to stay injury free and continue to work out. If you're not stretching on a regular basis, you're much more inclined to run into injuries. If not in the near future, definitely. Um, if not, I mean, if not now, definitely in the near future. So those are a couple tips. Uh, let me give you, let me recap here real quick. So making exercise a priority, it's gotta be on a list. And then the second one is gotta be scheduled in. Scheduled in, put in your calendar, make sure that you know what day it is that you're working out what and the next one will be programs if you don't have someone creating a program for you that'd be my third tip is not for you not to spend so much time at a gym is of course prioritizing and knowing exactly what workout that you're going to do now this is kind of meat and potatoes that i want to get into is because i believe in full body weight exercises and i'll explain why is because when you are working your whole body at the same time doing resistance type of exercises and it could be weight bearing of course weight bearing is more known for prevention of osteoporosis for example or it's known for actually building muscles but even if you're building muscles that doesn't mean you're going to be big and bulky you can do weight bearing exercises you can lift weights and still like lift light and you can still do plenty of reps, which is what we teach. And you can still get toned without worrying about being big and bulky. So that's something to consider. But when we do variations of push-ups, lunges, sit-ups, squats, squats, these are the foundation of using your body as the machine. And for me, I feel like it's so empowering when you're able to move your body and you're able to get up off the floor and you're able to do a, a body weight squat or run up the stairs or if you slip, I do this quite often, I slip on the ice and I catch myself. And I feel empowered because of the what I do. I really like the slack line in the summertime. Some of you know we spend a lot of time in LA and I slack line pretty much every day or at least three times a week when we're there. And that balance I think is really cool, but we do a lot of coordination, different types of coordination exercises. We get up and up off the ground quite often. like, And we design our workouts in that fashion, particularly for, for that reason. So you're more comfortable using your body. So one of our exercises, you might be standing. Another one, you might be sitting. Another one, you might be on your belly, kind of in a plank position. And we always continue to manipulate the body in different ways so you can reach different muscle groups. So for me, it just it's just common sense. And I don't mean that to um, insult anyone that wants to do the, the conventional bodybuilding isolated muscle group. It just makes more sense to me to do more functional types of movements so you're working more muscle groups at one time instead of just one muscle in one fashion. So for example, if you're in a plank position and you're doing mountain climbers, this is a fantastic way. So picture yourself in a push-up position and you're basically running on the spot. You're bringing your knees up to your chest or you're bringing your knees up to your elbows and they're both your, your feet are both moving at the same time. This is a great way to use your core. You're using your triceps and shoulders of course, you, you got to hold yourself up with your chest muscles. And then you're also getting, if I didn't say, you're getting your cardio in as well. So you're hitting them all at one time with one exercise. So picture doing that three times in one set instead of stand, instead of doing cardio for 20 to 45 minutes, one session, and then moving on to an isolated muscle group where you're mostly standing and you're not putting in um, cardiovascular effort to exercise your heart and lungs. So, and, and don't get me wrong, like I said, this is one way of exercise. This is where we've seen the most results when we, we've been doing this with fitness classes. I transitioned from personal training to online, along with, a, I moved my fitness classes online as well, but 
from personal training, I would teach people how to use these types of, how to plan their workouts in this manner so they would get more bang for their buck. My goal was to show, when I was working with clients, is to show them results. And I saw way more results from these types of workouts than sitting and doing a, a shoulder press, for example. That's just one muscle group, and that's all you're doing is pressing the shoulders, whether that's a machine or dumbbells, you're pressing that over your head. And don't get me wrong, it's not like we never do any of these, but it's, it's, it's few and far between. Like sometimes we'll do a standing curl and it's not like we never use we never use props. Like I really like body weight exercises because of what I said of feeling empowered, gaining confidence, using your body as the machine to get up off the floor and just being more mobile in general. But it's 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 fantastic to be able to use bands or because they they're easy to travel with, they're easy to store. You only need one or two, possibly three different levels of uh, variations or strength levels and in weights. Many times you need a whole rack of rate of weights just to get exactly what you need. So my point here is that you can be more efficient with your workouts. Instead of doing your 45 minutes of cardio or whatever it is, and then another 30, 40 minutes of weights, you could, if you design your workouts properly, you can get all of your workout in in 25 minutes. And here's the thing is I've talked to people on the phone and, and these are a lot of people that are, I don't really know them. These are cold leads. They message us from social media and say, hey, I heard about your program. What do you offer? And I say, well, we can show you how to save time and not spend so much time at the gym so you don't have to be there for hours and you'll still see results. And they'll say, oh, no, no, no. I need to spend at least an hour a day doing cardio and weights. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but of course, it's not my position to argue with them. And I don't try to change people's minds. That's not what I do. do. That's not who I am. I offer information. And when people are ready for that information, they usually come to us or they're usually willing to listen and learn. And those people that aren't ready, that's perfectly okay. They can continue to do what they want. And maybe some people, like I have a friend of mine who loves to be at the gym for an hour and a half. He just loves it. Like that's his outlet. He gets away from work. He gets away from the, the family, which is okay. And I said this before is that it's okay to be selfish. And I said, I, I wrote I, I wrote this in, in a blog post and I said, you know, I really feel selfish when I go, when I leave the house, because I usually work out at home. Sometimes I go to the park and I grab my TRX band I get a workout in, but I feel selfish because that's just for me. I'm away from my family, so I'm not spending time with them. I'm away from my job, so I'm not spending time with the clients or with or building the company or providing for the family. So I'm away from two of the most important things in my life just to go exercise. So that feels terribly selfish, but at the same time, I know that's going to make me a better me which means it's gonna fill my cup so I have more to give to my family, to my friends, to my clients, to my employees. I'm a better person. And as long as I continue to fill my cup, I have more to give to make everyone in my community, or I would like to say a better a better person, but I can't, I can't entirely control that. I can control my actions and how I see things and how I speak to people. And I'm, I know for a fact that I'm just a better person when I go and exercise. So like I'm saying, it's okay to be selfish. So I was talking about a friend of mine and however long he's at the gym, he's there for an hour, hour and a half, two hours sometimes. And maybe that, maybe someone could consider that selfish, but that could make him a better person. That could make, reduce his stress levels so he can speak to i'm not speak to his family you know in a more polite manner he has more patience for his kids whatever it may be i'm just making this up but i'm saying that it's okay to be selfish in, in some situations doesn't always have to be a negative word 
So if you want to be that person and spend an hour or two hours getting your exercise in, that's okay. I'm just saying that there's another way. You can get a great workout in 25 minutes and even less. And we've been working with people for years. This is 12 years in. And we've designing very similar programs and seen incredible results. So if you want something different, if you don't want to spend hours, if you don't want to lift heavy weights or do deadlifts or do CrossFit type of workouts, then you don't have to. There's many different ways to skin a cat. And we teach a much different way than the, the conventional or at least what used to be conventional. So if you're looking for something different, we're only a message away. So, but you got to make the decision what's best for you. If you want to continue working out the way you are, then that's perfectly okay. One thing I would like to mention is that sometimes we run into people well, quite often and they say, I haven't seen results. Like I haven't seen the results I'm looking for. And I say, well, what have you been doing? And they tell me what they've been doing. And they say, well, how long have you been doing that? And they say, well, I've always done that. Or I've done it for years, five, 10, 15 years. So I say, do you think that if you changed your action, you might see different results? And they said, well, maybe, but I don't know what else to do. So that's where a coach or a mentor or a different type of program comes in. And then you're introduced to something different. The only kind of stipulation there is you have to have an open mindset. Many times people try something new for two weeks and they're like, because it's you have to continue to get your mind there. You have to continue to change your mindset and say, this is going to work. And if you do anything for two weeks, it's probably not going to be worthwhile because you're not going to put all the time and effort in you need to actually see results or to see benefits. But I'll stand by my statement of the bigger change you make in your life, the bigger, um, the, the bigger or more results you're going to be able to find. And most people aren't willing to make a huge adjustment in their life. That's just the fact of the matter. We're creatures of habit. We sleep on the same side of the bed. We eat breakfast in the same chair. We watch TV in this on the same side of the couch. That's just who we are. So changing people's mindset is one of the most difficult things you could possibly do, which is why we don't do it at all. I don't strive to change people's mindset. And in fact, in my opinion, you, you can't really do that. You All we do is offer information we share different perspectives often outside the box and when people are ready they they're ready and that's all there is to it and i share that because a lot of people come to us and they say i really love your program i've seen some great results i've been trying to get my mom my sister my best friend on board to try it too because they know they could benefit from it and they don't want to do it and i say you know what we really appreciate that we appreciate you spreading the word about what we do and and that knowing that we could help, but they're gonna have to be ready. They're gonna have to be ready for a change, which is gonna start with their mindset to be able to change their actions, which is gonna change their results. And it all starts with mindset. If you're not ready to change that mindset, you're not gonna be able to see, take that action and see that results. So those of you that may be working out for hours or those of you that want to see different type of results, you have to take different action. And that means that you may not have to sit at the gym for an hour and a half doing exercise. You could get a great workout in, in 25 minutes. And I, I would even, like, I would take that a step further and say, we have a, we have a seven day, seven minute Tabata challenge. And that is extremely difficult. And picture the look on people's face, which could be yours when I say, I could make you sweat and be absolutely exhausted in seven minutes and see results within a week. And people don't believe me. And I don't even share that very often. Like our challenge is usually six weeks because that's a reasonable amount of time. But if I tell people you can work out for seven minutes, for seven days, you're gonna start to see results. You're gonna gain confidence. You're gonna get stronger. You're gonna, your heart and lungs, your cardio is going to get better. 
inside of a week. It's absolutely crazy what the body is capable of if we believe. But here's the thing is most people don't believe they can get a good workout in in seven minutes. So they don't even try. They're like, meh, that's not going to work. And, and don't get me wrong, we don't do anything short term. We're not really interested in um, weekend detoxes or quick fasts. The, that seven day challenge sometimes that we do is really a crash course. And our goal is to get you started and get you into proper routines and healthy habits and then teach you skills and tools to help you continue to work out, continue to exercise and continue to see results. So that's kind of what we do and what we're about. We're about sustainability and um, those of you that have been a part of our audience for years, you know what I'm talking about. There's many of you listening and there could very well be some brand new people here tuning in and we appreciate you um, just as much. So if you're looking at, if you're, you're interested in, in saving some time, again, make sure you're prioritized because a lot of times what we do is we procrastinate and that procrastination takes so much time out of our day. It takes mental energy, emotional energy. So set a time, know exactly when, when you're exercising, know exactly what exercises or what program, what routine you're going to do, prioritize it, make sure it's near the top of the list. You only get five, it's gotta be in the top three to make sure you get your exercise in because you could be just like me. You might be a much better person, much more patient, happier, better emotions if you exercise. And then, of course, changing your mindset and understanding that you can get a great workout in. So some of our customers, some of our clients, some of our members, if they can't do a 25-minute workout, they'll jump on and say, hey, could I get a seven-minute Tabata video? And I said, yep, here you go. Send it over. So they get at least seven minutes in. They're exhausted and sweating after. So understanding that you need to change your mindset a little bit and can, and can continue to see results. I'm going to wrap things up with that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We so much appreciate you and everything you do for us and with us. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.